You are Locked On Pac-12, your daily podcast on the Pac-12 Conference. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Locked On Pac-12, where we keep you up to date on all things Conference of Champions. Today, we're locked on UCLA football. We're going to break down what to expect from UCLA this football season, the good, the bad, and whatever else they have to offer. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I'm your host, Cindy Robinson, content programmer at Bleacher Report and former Pac-12 athlete. I'm joined by Michael Luke of Locked On Wildcats. How's it going today, Michael? I'm going going well, Cindy. How are you doing? Fun to be fun to be back here and ready to get ready to get going going. <laughs> it's okay. Look, I do that all the time. Always always tripping over my words, trying to get a million words but out. You know at what? Once. When you're but when you're excited about things, you know you want to get down to business, and sometimes you're just going to stumble over some words. Exactly. So, like, let me not hold you any further. Let's get into this UCLA Bruins talk. Um, Okay, so the Bruins are projected to get six wins this season in the Pac-12, and that's if they have a full season. That's according to ESPN. But looking deeper into the team and talent there, the Bruins have the most experience that they've had under Chip Kelly so far. And so if they're going to make some noise, it would be this year, in my opinion. Yeah, you certainly got to think that that's going to be the case, Cindy, because this is a team, this is a uh, a program that when Chip Kelly took over, I thought they were going to be really good, and I thought they were going to be incredibly fun to watch, you know, kind of like that Oregon offense that we watched, but that really never manifested itself so far. They don't really play fast, but they finally showed some of the offense that they, uh, I think a lot of people thought, averaged 35 points a game, uh, and um, excuse me, and you have a you have a quarterback coming out, coming back in Dorian Thompson Robinson, who threw for 12 touchdowns, four picks, completed 65 percent of his passes, big time recruit out of Las Vegas. So everything's really going to kind of hinge on what Dorian Thompson Robinson is able to do there, Cindy. Yeah, you know, last season they got the four losses. I, I just don't feel like that was a true reflection of the team that they have because quite a few of those losses were close very close in good games Stanford being one of them they probably should have won against USC good thing they didn't fight on Um, (laughs) but you know looking at the way they played it wasn't as if they were just getting blown out no they weren't getting blown out and their games were more so than anything and I think this is why there's reason for optimism their games were actually fun to watch and uh, I mean, I think the thing that Chip Kelly really had going against him early on is that his teams were boring and that they weren't fun to watch. Well, this team, at least when they were losing games, it felt like they were losing games, you know, 36 to you know, 41 or something like that. Far more of a Chip Kelly type situation that I think a lot of people are accustomed to seeing. And I think that a lot of people thought that when he took over that you were going to see. And I like you said, this needs to be the year for them. If they are going to make a move, it has to be this year, in my opinion. 
Yeah, so you mentioned how um, Dorian Thompson Robinson will be returning. He's been the quarter, the starting quarterback for the last three seasons. So there's the experience there. It is the question of if he will reach that ceiling that, you know, everyone's been waiting to see from him. We saw a vast improvement from him last season. But at this point, it, he'll definitely need to step up and just take over that offense. But the rest of the offense, it's not like he doesn't have pieces to work with. He has great experience in almost all of the positions. And so now it's just going to be a matter of taking advantage of that. And I think it really starts and ends with a guy like a uh, Britton Brown. He is uh, the running backs that UCLA has had. They're both been in the are both in the NFL. Josh Kelly, Demetric Felton. Britton Brown is the grad transfer who you would imagine is going to be able to be that guy that takes the next step. He averaged almost seven yards a carry. And then behind him, you got a guy in Casimir Allen, who a lot of people have thought could maybe be that guy. He's shown some glimpses. So the, when you look at the running back position, those are certainly the two guys that you look at and say, well, we certainly need you to be able to make a move here. And if they can make a move, then I think they're going to be pretty good. And I mean, I think we'd be remiss not to mention how UCLA was able to acquire um, the transfer Zach Charbonnet from Michigan. Mm -hmm. yep. um, ran for 726 yards, 11 touchdowns in 2019. So like, I definitely think that's one of those pieces to add on into that running back room. It's only going to make their offense stronger. Yes. It's only going to make their offense stronger. Then you've got a receiver, like a guy from K like Cam Brown from Texas A&M coming in. So you would certainly think that across the board, this team is going to have talent. And the one thing that I always look at and think with the Chip Kelly team is when Chip Kelly's teams are going at their best, you don't necessarily have to worry about the talent that is at wide receiver because these are guys that are generally going to be schemed to get open. And I think that's certainly what you're hoping for if you're UCLA. And honestly, Cindy, I, I kind of buy it. I kind of buy into UCLA this year. No, I was hoping that you would say that because obviously Bruins fans are looking to have a turnaround this year. I'm not rooting for UCLA. Don't get it twisted. I'm still fight on and go Cougs over here. But, you know, for the sake of the Bruins fans today, <laughs> we're right. rooting for them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, UCLA is one of those programs. It's not a flagship station, but UCLA is better or the program or the conference is better when UCLA is better, quite frankly. And I'm not really, I think, saying anything that people don't know. But when you've got the two L.A. schools being up there, being on top of their game, that's good for the conference by and large, Cindy. And that's what I think you need to see more of from this conference is those flagship stations be, or fly, bleh, flagship programs being good. And UCLA is certainly one of them. Okay, so the one thing about being a UCLA fan as a student or whatever the case may be is UCLA's football stadium is not on campus. You have to make the trek from Westwood to Pasadena, which depending on traffic could be a trip, you know? So you definitely wanna make sure that your car is in top shape. And if it's not, and you need a little maintenance, you might wanna check out rockauto.com. Mm -hmm. Rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto part customers for over 20, 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com and shop for auto body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And the best part about them is they have reliable prices. 
they have everything you need, like from all parts, from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, carpet, whatever you may need, they have it. And it's just a few easy clicks and it's delivered directly to your door. So like I said, best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliable and you can get the same stuff that professionals get for low and you can do it yourself if you if you know what you're doing. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. And just remember, it's an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. So great for you college students who you know can't afford to like take it to the dealership because they're gonna charge you arm and leg. Just go ahead and hit RockAuto.com for whatever you need. <laughs> And I can I can attest that rockauto.com can really cover you on basically everything. I don't know a ton about cars, but I've saved a lot of money by getting the parts and then giving it to people that do know about cars. There you go. So we have a first hand account right there about rockauto.com. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, so moving on, UCLA's defense, is it's almost mirroring the same thing with the offense. A lot of experience returning, a lot of depth there for UCLA. So let's go deeper into it. Um, one thing we're seeing is that we do know they lost Osa Digizua, and we, we saw him get drafted. Um, and that is a significant loss for UCLA, but they're not completely left out in the cold on the defensive side. Oh, no, not at all. I mean, UCLA last year was, I mean, they led the conference in, excuse me, yards per carry, sacks per game, interceptions. It really was kind of a big play defense. And that's really weird to say when you're talking about a Chip Kelly team. And you look at it across the board and you've got a plethora of defensive backs coming back and OB Ebo, Quantrez Knight, Quinton Lake, and I look at it and this is a team that you should you should break out when you think about it. And again, you've got guys on the front seven returning. You had a couple tough losses this season to you or last season to USC and Stanford in which the defense really didn't hold up its part of the game. But you would certainly imagine that, you know, with another year of attrition and another year of guys coming back, that this could be a totally different thing here, Cindy. Yeah, um, one thing that I've noticed and I saw it pointed out in an article or two is that that linebacker core is kind of missing that, that leadership, like the leadership they saw in Anthony Barr and Eric, um, Eric Kendricks and Miles Jack, that type of leadership is they're needing someone to step up in that role. Yeah, and I don't know who that guy is going to be. You would think you would certainly hope that it was going to be maybe one of those DBs coming back. But at the same time, though, you had, I mean, last year you had guys that kind of came out of nowhere. You know, look at a guy like a Caleb Johnson who gets five and a half sacks. I don't know exactly who that leader is going to be, but their motto of flying around to make plays, that certainly is something that I think you're going to see. And maybe they don't need a leader, 
I don't know, but you're certainly going to need the kind of impactful plays that they had last year, Cindy. Okay, so knowing that that defensive back core, the secondary core, is probably the strength of the defense, do you think that they will give the Pac-12 issues this season? I, I do. I, uh, I think when you look in the South, they're clearly better than Arizona. They should at least be better on paper than a team like uh, Utah or Colorado. I don't think they're as good as ASU or USC. But I think what really helps them, though, is that they have a puncher's chance against all of these teams, which you can't always say. And you know what? If you got a puncher's chance against everybody's team, then you can win some games. Right. Defense wins games, you guys. You know that saying already. We know you know how that goes. If the defense isn't showing up, then you got an issue because you have to make stops. Um, one thing I'm wondering, because this is something I talked about a few episodes ago about um, Chip Kelly kind of being on the chopping block. Do you feel that way moving into the season? I kind of do. Yeah. I mean, I go back and forth on it. I mean, I know that you're, you really don't want him to fail, but at the same time, if you're Chip Kelly, you got to win this year. Now, again, winning doesn't necessarily mean a Rose Bowl, but I do believe that winning means that you've got to get somewhere in that eight to nine win stratosphere where you can tell the fans in Westwood that, hey, things are clearly moving in the right direction. That's, I think, what you're looking for right there, Cindy. And it's not unreasonable for fans to be looking for that from him right now. We're in going into the fourth season with having him at the helm. Um, he may not be the Chip Kelly he was at. He was at Oregon and may not have the caliber of talent that he had while he was at Oregon. But looking at what we've just broke down from the offensive side and the defensive side, there's kind of no room for excuses this year. No, there's no room for excuses. And, you know, when you get into year three, four or five, at some point, those are your players. I mean, he, especially this last recruiting class, he recruited well. You would you would hope that this is going to be the year that you break through and you see what some of these guys have to offer. And again, I, I think they will. And, you know, everybody's got different uh, terms as to what they think breaking through is, but that would be the breaking through for me right there, Cindy. Up next, we are going to check out that schedule that UCLA has um, this season. It's a tough one. That's just, I'm just going to give that precursor ahead of time. I definitely think that UCLA is worth betting on this year. So if you're interested in doing that, you might want to head on over to Bet Online AG. You know, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Um, right now, baseball is in full swing and you can track all the action on Bet Online. You can get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB. NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. You can check out all the great sporting news, the sign-up bonuses, and contest information. You want to make sure you take advantage of this, you guys. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The promo code is locked on. Um, definitely a fun way to make some money. Make sure you get in, you know, into the action with the games and make the games more exciting for you. Okay, so now let's take a look at this schedule. UCLA has a tough one. Um, the Pac-12 South, I feel like overall is going to be tough for everyone. Like all the opponents they have to go up against. 
I would not want to be them this year. Yeah. And you, and you look at their schedule and like, you know, you and I were just talking a little bit offline. This isn't a, uh, this isn't an easy schedule by any means. Not at all. I, I, here's the thing. The one great part about it is if they win, it's a great look and it shows how much they've developed and how far they come, how far, far they've come and that they're legitimately a good team. Cause you know, a lot of times people will attribute wins to, oh, well, that team wasn't good and that was an easy win. Granted, to me, a win is a win, however you get it, because like I said, football is not any given Sunday type of sport. You could be good one day and still lose, you know? So um, I will say this schedule will be challenging for them, but if they're able to overcome, if they're able to get one or two of those tough wins, it will be a good look on UCLA. Oh, I think it'll be a great look on UCLA because, I mean, this is going to be a tough schedule. When you start out, when you're out of conference is Hawaii, LSU, and Fresno State. I mean, those are some losable games right there. This isn't, you know, you're not playing NAU and, you know, College of the Redwoods right there. And, you know, you go up and down and you look up and down the roster. Stanford's going to be tough. ASU is going to be tough. Arizona should be a gimme. But then you got Washington, Oregon, Utah. <laughs> you get an off and then you got Colorado, USC, and California. There's a lot of losses that could be had there, Cindy. For sure. I'm looking at it and I was like, ooh, back to back to back. Yikes. <laughs> right. For sure. It, and and it, it's one of those ones, too. Like there's there's a three week period where you really don't get a reprieve. You get Washington, Oregon and Utah. I mean, you're going to find out a lot about your tell, your team during that little uh, that little run right there. And the one tough spot is that most of those games are away. The, it's great that they have Oregon at home. Um, hopefully that home advantage will make a difference. Same thing with ASU. But here's the thing. A lot of these Pac-12 schools have Southern California athletes. So in a sense, while it's an away game for them, it's also kind of a home game too, you know, where they want to show out in front of their friends and their families that are making these games because it's Rose Bowl is one of those Rose Bowl is one of those stadiums that if you're from LA or the LA area, your family's going to come and watch you play there. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you're go. You you should have fans there, and you know, honestly, if UCLA is fun to watch, you should have people at these games. You should have people that are enthused to watch a team. That yes, we might lose this game, but you know what? We're gonna lose in entertaining fashion. Okay, so here is my question then: What would you say is the most exciting game that you're looking forward to watching besides the rivalry game because we know that's you know Honest, honestly i think you're going to find out a lot in that uh, game when asu comes to town because okay. i i mean lsu obviously had a down season last year but i think uh your first game against a really good pac-12 team will be asu in pasadena and that's a game that i think you should mark because i think that's a game that ucla needs to win yeah definitely um arizona state we talked about just the other day and we know that they're on the hunt to have a great season this year and they're not going to be taking any prisoners <laughs> right oh for sure that's a that's a great way of putting it you know they, they got to win this year so all hands on deck there cindy i will say i'm looking forward to the oregon game mainly because it's at home we know Oregon is one of those favorited at the top. I would have said Washington, but the thing with Washington, it's at Washington Stadium. There's a big chance that it's going to be rainy. Um, I'm not 100% sure that UCLA is going to 
be ready for that type of weather. Not to say like you've never experienced it, but it's just different playing it in a regular basis versus, oh, we play in California on a regular, you know. Um, yes, exactly. It's a different weather for sure. Yeah, but the Oregon game is at home. Um, obviously, the incentive will be high. And depending on where they're at and their standings by then, they'll definitely want to win that one to, you know, make a difference in wherever they're at. Yeah, for sure. I, so, I, I mean, I look at it and I think, you know what? It's a brutal schedule, but I need to get eight or nine wins if I'm a UCLA fan. Yeah. So the projection right now is six wins. Let's see if they can exceed that and prove some people wrong. Yep. Six wins, not good enough, in my opinion, if you're going to retain Chip Kelly. And okay. And then that's the other thing we have to think about, too. His job is possibly on the line. Oh, yeah, I think it's very much on the line. So they're going to need to they're going to need to do some things in the right way if they're going to uh, if they're going to maintain that for sure. All right. Well, you have a lot of hope for UCLA and you believe that yep. they can do it. I I have hope, but I am a little skeptical because only because now that we see everything that they have, it's all a matter of putting it into play and actually producing. Yep. Well put, Cindy. Well put. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to another episode of Locked On Pack 12. Uh, make sure you check out Locked On Today podcast. Jason Tatum put the Boston Celtics on his back and advanced them out of the play-in round. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. You can follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. You can also follow Locked On Pack 12 on the Odyssey app and Locked on Wildcats on the Odyssey app. And then you can follow Locked on Pac-12 on Twitter at LO underscore Pac-12. You can follow me at underscore Cindy Robinson. And then you can follow Mike. At Iron Mike Lou. Yes. I, I know it now. I just like letting you say yeah, it. I know um, but until then, make sure you guys stay locked on to Locked On Pack 12 on the Locked On Network. We will continue to bring you these breakdowns and previews of the Pack 12 football teams.